Hey gang, you remember like two episodes ago when we had a few trigger warnings regarding body horror and stuff like that? Yeah, that again. <laughs> That's also going to be in this episode. If you want specifics, you can go back and listen to the first few minutes of that episode. But I'm just going to assume that you listen to that one in advance because listening to this podcast completely out of order would be kind of strange. And I don't know how that would work. Also, while I already have your attention here, we're doing another Q&A episode. By the time this episode goes up, there should already be a post on our Twitter and our Tumblr at WaypointPod where you can ask your questions for us. Whatever you want to know about how we do this podcast, maybe about our characters, maybe about what our process is, just let us know. We'd love to answer your questions. All right, let's get back to the episode. Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast for people who make their own bread. I'm Jules, I'm the Game Master. I'm Sanya, I play Charlotte and I'm planning to make my own bread very soon. I'm Viola, I play Moon and it has been a good couple of years and from the last time I made bread myself. I'm Mimi, I play Max and I have a sourdough starter called Doboron. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> How old is Toberon by now? Didn't he have a, a, a birthday recently? Yeah, um, it's two and a half years, I think. Oh, that was so proud. Not recently. <laughs> He's older than this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Significantly older than this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is barely over a year old, right? Yeah. 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 Wild. Okay, last time you interrogated a prisoner. You got help from a visitor who came by to do some magic shit and to deliver like a bushel bag of plot twists. I feel like I Prisoner is a bit harsh considering that he can leave. It's just very unwise. Mm. Yeah, we're I not mean, keeping him against his will. We are, we are like witness protection or something. You did knock him unconscious with almost deadly force and bring him here in the trunk of a car. But now he can leave yeah. if he wants to. <laughs> now he's Stockholm. It's too late. Like the definition of a prisoner is that they cannot leave. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's not a prisoner anymore. Okay. I can give you that. Yeah, I, I, I can accept that. The former he's a, prisoner. He's a heavily convinced... Uh, <laughs> guest. Heavily convinced guest, yeah. And yeah, you found out some fun stuff about magic in general. Lots of magic talk last time. Mm-hmm. I think before we do anything, I would like to check in with Rex. Mm, okay, okay. What's, yeah, what's going on after, with Rex? After, the, after we went into the, uh, the Witchfinder's Legions building. Okay, yeah, you can definitely call Rex. Yes, time to do that. Yeah, you hear the ring on the other side, and after about like 20 seconds, someone picks up. What happened? Are you guys all right? Mostly, yes. 
Um, and you're you're alive, so that's good. I I am alive. Yeah, I just uh, heard about all of this, and only when I checked my phone and saw the news. I mean, there's some magic stuff going on, and we're trying to keep ahead of the witchfinders. So I don't have a lot of time to talk, but we're fine so far, and we got this. Are you involved with that? Because, like, I'm pretty sure they sent some SOS people to that. Well, you know the guy you probably saw on TV that looked like he caused all this? Yeah, I saw that you fought him. Yeah, he's kind of at our headquarters now, but he was controlled by some being and is not anymore. But now we have to keep him here because I feel like the Witchfinders would, like, straight up kill him or something. So, a lot is going on. Max, that's some dangerous fucking shit. I, are you sure about any of this? Like, this is magic. This is far beyond, like, everything we learned. Oh, you remember Will from camp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mentioned him, like, literally earlier today. Yeah, he's helping us. So, you know, it's fine. All right, what is this? A fucking camp reunion while, <laughs> like, a large-scale supervillain? Like, they sent in fucking Dr. Supergau. It's that bad. <gasps> Dr. Supergau. <gasps> <laughs> It's destroy it with radiation level bad. I mean, you know, we're the people who actually caught Black Hole. I think, you know, you can trust us to handle something dangerous. I can't shake the feeling that Black Hole kind of wanted to be caught by you. Yeah, semantics. <laughs> I think this is maybe a different situation. Well, she still put up a good fight, so, you know. All right. It's not like I can stop you from doing that, but... You know, if you have that, I don't know, that magic kid from camp with you, maybe at least he knows what's going on. Oh, yeah, um, you know, Will knows everything there's to know about magic, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I do anything to help? I think you should stay safe for now, so I don't have to worry about you. It it would be nice if you ran some interference for us, like, so that the Witchfinders don't immediately show up at our headquarters. Yeah, I, I don't think that would be possible, at least not without causing some incident. Yeah. Also, he'd have to go back into the headquarters of the Witchfinders Legion, which he was not uh, yeah. hyper yeah, about right. last right. time. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I think it's best, you know, you just stay out of it. All right. I, all I'm saying is this this whole magic situation, like, I, I was hoping that we wouldn't have to deal with that kind of shit in Waypoint. That stuff's freaky, and I don't know if it's something you can do anything about. So stay away from it as much as you can, is all I'm saying there. And yeah, Rex tries to tell you uh, who you are and what you're capable of here, so he tries to shift your labels. I think because he implied that it, it would be in some way over my head or that I couldn't do anything, I mm -hmm. would re try to reject it. Yep, that makes sense to me. All right, uh, let me uh, look up real quick what kind of label shifts that would be. Also, uh, if, when you reject someone's influence, it's just a flat 2d6. That's a five. Okay, that is a failure. <laughs> yeah, you get, to, you get to mark potential and you get to mark a condition and the GM will adjust your labels. So I'm already angry and guilty, so I think I'm just going to take insecure. Yeah. I mean, that seems to me kind of like he's maybe shifting down your danger. Mm. 
uh, and shifting up your mundane. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is what makes the most sense to me. I just have your mm -hmm. labels in front of me, so that looks very funny, actually. It does. I'm like as dangerous as a kitten. Yeah, you have oh. a danger of negative two oh, no. and a mundane of plus three. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm just that an ordinary is, kitten. That is now 30% of our team and one of the only two that has any kind of, that gets any bonus on fight rolls <laughs> has now just been defanged. Yeah, but I mean, the rest of you at least have a fair plus zero in danger. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> there's still the move when I do stage fighting. Then I can just roll superior. It's fine. Yeah, it's all <laughs> fine. It's all good. You just need an audience. Yes. Yeah, and I still have my fight the good fight move, which is wonderful. Yeah, it's all it's all good. The only thing that I have is I can comfort or support someone with freak instead of mundane. But my mundane is actually better than my freak, so I'm not going to use that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would be so good at comforting people right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe so that. fucking comforting. Hey, uh, I'm just saying you all have uh, you all have a load of conditions, so uh, yeah. that would potentially be something that would be wise. Yes. <laughs> And. Do you want to call anyone else? Do you want to do anything? Oh, what's what's the plan now? What's the plan now? We didn't even get to that. I assume find Enoch. Yeah. All right. So the graveyard, I don't remember if I mentioned like where the graveyard is last time it came up, but it's like slightly outside the city. I described, I think in the first episode that on the way to Waypoint, you pass like this, this small little hillside basically with the monorail. And the graveyard is basically at the edge of this hillside. So it's slightly higher than a lot of the rest of the city. Okay. Um, are we uh, going there immediately or does someone want to do something first? Yeah. Do you want to do anything before that? Hmm. Can I just real quick ask what conditions uh, you all have? <laughs> I'm just afraid. I have hopeless, guilty and angry. <laughs> okay. I guess I could try to give a pep talk as the team leader. Yeah, that might not okay. be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking um, maybe before that, um, when when Max comes back to the group after this phone call, and especially since it explicitly says in the text the words hit you hard, that Moon might pick up on what just happened to Max. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> is is Rex alright? Did he get? Oh, okay. thank thank the gods, he he got out alright. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He really doesn't like magic, huh? Yeah, I mean. It's pretty scary from what we've seen, but, you know, I feel like now we have a better grasp of what we're going up against, and we have Will on our side. I feel like we're pretty well prepared compared to our first encounter, so, you know, I feel like we can do this. Especially, you know, with Moon and their whole new magic thing. Like, that's pretty useful, not gonna lie. Yeah, as I said, I'm not sure. It's it's the way I see it. It it all falls under this is something that the average person can't do. And if if you call it superpowers or magic or special abilities or tapping into the morphic field of the universe or whatever, it's exactly the same stuff that we've dealt with before. Like the metagamer just... No, the metagamer. The alpha gamer just... <laughs> that would have been a cooler name. <laughs> the metagamer is the upgraded version yes. that shows up in the fifth arc. Yeah, that's when he comes back with a vengeance and is no longer a comic relief mm. villain, but a actual <laughs> one. Now I gotta bring him back. 
the alpha gamer just had a very fancy suit. And so did, you know, that, that first guy we fought. And it doesn't matter. We can handle this even if we call it magic instead of superpowers. Like, you did it before. You zapped those exploding spore mounds and they reacted as the same as if you if it hadn't been a magical wall but a superhuman creation. I mean, that's uh, right. And we can always rely on each other. We're a team, you know? And I think if we just keep it together and do our best, we can do this. I'm trying oh, to comfort right. you. You tried to comfort me back. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Uh, I, I'm going to say that uh, you both get to roll comfort or support. Okay. I don't need potential anymore, but thank you, Dice, for the three plus a. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say... I, I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. I think, Max, while, you're, while Moon is actively thinking those things at you, you also sense this inner turmoil of, oh my god, magic. What is magic? I'm magic. I don't know what that means. I don't understand anything about the world anymore. So everything that Moon says right now, hey, it's just the same thing than the stuff we've dealt with before. You can sense that inside they are actively thinking, oh my god, this is something completely different. I don't understand this at all. Yeah, so your feelings contradict your worlds entirely. Yeah, very, and very What knows. is all of that about? What's all that about Moon not being able to lie? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say... I'm tending towards shifting down your mundane and up your freak. Makes sense. Uh, Max, uh, you you hear the words from Moon uh, and you clearly realize that Moon isn't being honest with themselves about that. Yes, I think maybe that's why, you know, Max just keeps talking and tries to comfort Moon instead. Because, you know, like if Moon is not feeling it, mm. someone has to up the morale a bit. Okay, I'd say give me a roll now and then give your speech. Okay. Based on the result. Mm. That is a 10 plus 3 is a 13 minus the 2 I have because I'm angry is still an 11. Nice. All right. The 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 max sweep continues. <laughs> Guess no more potential for me for now. Okay, then they hear you. They mark potential, clear a condition or shift labels if they open up to you. Or on a 10 plus, you can also add a team to the pool or clear condition yourself. I'm actually going to say in this situation, I'll give you a third option. Uh, because this is a, you know, motivational speech. I'll give you the third option of also doing the effect on Charlotte. If okay. you want that. Okay, yeah, that would be good. Okay. I want you to think of all the people we saved today. Everyone in that building that weird guy that's still in, you know, the next room over. But in the end, none of us could have done it alone. Whenever some, like, one of us couldn't do something, someone else stepped in. We did this together. And we can do it again. Moon, I, I know you're confused about this magic stuff, okay? But in the end, the thing that you do is, you know, you, you have empathy. And it doesn't matter where it comes from. It, it really doesn't matter because that's how you save people. You might not be as good as we are at, you know, beating guys up or whatever. But Charlotte and I, we couldn't have saved that guy. We could have just done nothing. But you did it. You feel a, 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 a wave of warmth and pride and fondness. Aww. 
The night is always darkest before the dawn. <laughs> oh. We are we are not the heroes the city wants, but the heroes the city needs. <laughs> are we though? There yeah. may be a day. There may come a day where the realms of men will fall, but it's not this day. <laughs> Oh, no, I really want to watch The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which effect, extra effect do you go with, Max? I would just like to clear um, a condition for each of my teammates. Okay. Oh, thank you. That works. I'm going to clear the one condition I have, which, fittingly enough, is afraid, which nice. I got from touching the organism. Yeah, I'm going to clear hopeless. That works Ooh. very well. <laughs> and just as you finish that motivational speech... And warm feelings spread throughout the group. <laughs> and Daniel just still sits somewhere in the background, I guess, <laughs> uh, having <laughs> snacks. You see a familiar sight. Uh, it's slightly later now. It's like early afternoon. The weather's gotten a bit uncomfortable outside since the whole day started. R gray clouds have sort of dimmed the sunlight uh, that was clearer in the early morning. But the light that's coming in isn't dimly gray now. Uh, it starts to tinge red. Oh no! Oh come on! Not again! <laughs> uh, there's the only windows, I think we've established this before, the only windows to this main storage area you're in are very high on the walls. So oh, only when that red thing reaches those windows do you get to the point where you really notice it. Uh, that the light that falls in uh, is is the same red that you've seen before. Oh no, I was just hoping for the sunset. Max, Max, Charlotte, where are Will and Ryan? Uh, I mean, somewhere, somewhere in, the in the building. Yeah, Ryan maybe... Uh, okay, I, I kind of didn't mention where Ryan was for a bit. So I'm going to say Ryan is uh, actually went to the bathroom this time. <laughs> after only having to fake it last time. And you haven't heard from Will in a couple of minutes. Shall I run around the building and look for Will? Yeah, I have a feeling that... Oh, Charlotte, I think it's... If we disconnect the, the node that is actually controlling this, this flesh wall, then it will fall apart again. So... Yes. I think it's more important to find this person and know where to look for. But uh, I don't know if this thing is after me because it, it knows I'm here now. Or if it's after after Will and Ryan since they are probably the biggest threat because they actually know about magic and stuff. You shouldn't have drifted with the kaiju brain. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That was a bad idea. Okay, shall uh, I just... Yeah. Okay, you can, you can do that. Look for Will? I'm gonna say... So I'd say roll and unleash your powers. Be be the freak you are. <laughs> you mean my minus one? Let your freak flag fly. <laughs> exactly, your minus one. Okay, four, one, minus one is four. <laughs> no! <laughs> we're, all, we're all gonna level up, all right? You uh, run around the building and you get the feeling that what Max sort of warned about earlier when last talking to Will about Will maybe just disappearing in the middle of the conversation. You get the feeling that that might have happened because you can't find him. You do find Ryan sitting in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. uh, you don't open the stall, I hope. No, no. I, I respect the <laughs> privacy on the do. Uh, Ryan hears someone super speeding into the bathroom area and is like, uh, Occupado! <laughs> I uh, I called him, that red wall is coming again. Please hurry up. Ah, literal shit. 
let me let me get down here real quick. I'll be out there in a sec. Yeah. I think Moon uh, will head for the door while Charlotte is away to see if if they can spot um, the 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 note person. Okay, so you will leave the building. Yes. I will try okay. to leave the building. I don't know how far from the door <laughs> the flash wall starts. Yeah, it's it's kind of similar to last time. So you open up the you open up the entrance door and you see that unlike last time where you basically noticed the flash wall right as it started growing, this one has been growing for a good bit and you only really noticed it when it got to the point where it actually tinted the light. So when you get out, you realize you're in like again a very small enclosed space that's right around the building, a couple feet, and uh, the wall is already like almost the size of the entire building, which is not nearly as tall as the last one, and it does seem to enclose the entire building. Oh no! Another one of these strange giant fleshy pods. Is it still thin enough to look through? Like, can I can I see? It's thin enough to look through near the top. Now that you realize how this thing like actually grows, uh, at its lower points, it's already pretty thick. And like it, it seems to get thicker the taller it grows in its lower elements. Mm. So it's not like it's still slightly shine through, but a lot less in these lower points. You can still see those veins inside and all of that. I want to do something stupid. <laughs> but Max, if you want uh, to yeah, first, sure. you can. No, please do something stupid. Yeah, Max can uh, respond to whatever it is. Exactly. <laughs> I want to touch the wall and try to speak to the center intelligence. Okay, so you try to do the same stupid thing you did last time. Yeah, but right. this time I know what I'm looking for. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, directly engage a threat. <laughs> hey, that's better. That's a four, three, seven, plus nothing. That's a seven. That is a mixed success. Yay! So on a seven to nine, pick one. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. Impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I think the latter is probably the closest yeah. to what you're trying to do. I think I'm, I'm going to choose impress, surprise, or frighten. Because I think I want to touch the wall and just... Because now I know kind of how this organism is laid out and race through all these mental tunnels to the center and just say as firmly as I can, stop it. We are not here to hurt you. Okay, you uh, you try to do that. And I think the surprise and frightening element comes from how easy it is for you to access this network. Mm. You have really like found the key into it. You put your hand against the wall and you immediately jump in. You immediately follow back to the to the closest node which must be what's like building this wall currently you do realize that this node is very close to the center like there's only one node basically like yeah there's one node that seems to be holding up this wall and behind that one node is the center so it's very close to that but as you get to that closest node you feel an energy repulse you oh that's a firewall now there's something there that to you, visually, in your mind, appears as this yellow protective shield that you basically bounce back from. You can't, you can't follow further than that, but you do realize through the emotions that this strange space is charged with that they didn't expect you to be able to do this. Mm, okay. And with enough effort, you might be able to get through. 
you do realize though that this exact same method is definitely not as effective as you wished it would be so you get to mark a condition i think i think i'm gonna mark angry <laughs> Mm, because I think Moon is at one point angry at themselves for getting noticed the first time and also getting quite frustrated with trying to communicate with this with this organism and trying to reach a peaceful conclusion to all this and just being locked out. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and I think you also managed to make the next node feel less secure in this attack. So you do notice that the the node seems to be wherever the next node is it seems to be changing plans in some way. Oh, interesting. Max, you see that Moon ran up to the wall mm -hmm. and put their hands against it. And w what emotions does Moon hand out? I think you sense this feeling of purpose when they um when they touch it and surprise when they when they reach a wall and then just frustration and anger and this sort of stubbornness that says, oh, I'm going to keep going. You're not going to keep me out. And actually, Max, you also see something while this whole situation takes place. I said that the wall is still like semi-transparent. Mm -hmm. You see a flash of yellow light behind the wall. What's the status of anything growing out of it and like the spores coming out? Among the closest to the bottom points, they already are growing. Especially after Moon touched it, they started growing quickly. It seems to be like an active sort of defense mode. It doesn't like me either. Like, <sighs> I've met three or four new people in this arc, and Ryan is the only one who actually liked me. Hey, Will also likes yeah, okay, you. That's, in, that's in a Will's 50 way. <laughs> I think what I'm going to focus on right now is making sure that the spores don't have the chance to hurt anyone like especially moon right now but also charlotte because i feel like mm -hmm. charlotte can act a lot more freely if she knows that you know there's not a danger of something burrowing under her skin again mm. okay i'd yes. say uh that means you get to roll a defend are you I gonna like zap, zap the buds before they explode on me that would be hopefully nice. If it I works. mean, it's always the hope. Uh, roll plus savior. Oh, I'm good at that, actually. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good at that. And I don't get a minus from a condition on that either. Hey. Mm. That's an eight plus my two. That's a ten. Hey. Okay. Uh, that is a full success. So on a hit, you keep the group safe and you choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect or clear a condition. I think I'm going to take this chance to clear one of my three yeah. conditions. <laughs> that seems smart, yeah. <laughs> um, what makes sense to clear here? Wh which one do, do you have? I have angry, insecure, and guilty. I'd say insecure if you actually manage to protect your group would make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Right especially yeah. after you said like we can help each other out when anyone fails, the other ones can pick up yeah. the slack. Yeah. Yeah, so... What do you uh, imagine Max does to like sort of neutralize? I mean, you d you did real you did find a way to sort of neutralize the spores last time you fought against this uh, this sort of thing. Yes, um, like I know that I can fry them with electricity, so I think what I would do is just run a current through the lower part of the wall where the mm -hmm. buds are growing, to like whatever happened to them before. I think they exploded without doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to just 
try to do that again, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you you do that. You run up to the wall. You put your hands against it, basically. Uh, like moons like, off I, it. I assume you don't directly touch them. I uh, mean, I have gloves on, so. True. True. So you put your hands against them and you send electricity through the wall. Uh, I'm assuming Moon separated their hand from the wall yeah. at this point. And you do manage to fry these growing buds. You've definitely slowed down this wall and made it harder for it to do its very gross attack. Yay! Okay, Charlotte, you have managed to disturb Ryan's uh, poopy time. (laughs) What's your next plan? (laughs) I would actually like to run up to the roof Mm -hmm. and do an assess the situation to see if I can find the node basically okay you you use the roof access to yes. uh, get to the roof of the building and outside of a little outhouse on the top is uh, a giant slit bit of um, sheet metal that opens up to let out potential spaceships or aircraft <laughs> and otherwise there isn't much here it looks very industrial you do see creeping up the sides of the of the building these walls and you see that they're pretty high already like they're pretty close to closing in above you Mm -hmm. well i'm basically trying to look out and see if i can see the person who is the node this time Mm, i'm gonna say assess the situation okay in this case uh for which i get a minus two because i have the guilty condition Mm mm-hmm and it's... Um, plus superior. Plus I mean, superior. if the organism has learned anything, then maybe clothing their hench people in quite not- noticeable gray robes Sorry. might not be the best idea of making them blend in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I rolled an eight. Plus no. one is seven. Uh, is nine. nine. Minus two is seven. Whew. Okay, that's a mixed success then. On a seven to nine, ask one. Uh, let's let's take the what's the biggest threat. Okay. Um, and yeah. Uh, and that is okay. You d- actually notice two things. First of all, you don't want it to close. Uh, you get the feeling. Okay. Because it gets thicker and thicker the larger it gets. Yeah. So when it closes, that could be really hard for you to get out. And also, like. Whatever happens when that happens, that seems to be the end game. Like, that seems to be what whatever this is trying to do. So whatever happens after that can't be good. The second thing is you get up to the roof just in time that you, when you, like, kind of climb onto the outhouse, can still look over the wall into the road, uh, into the street below. And you see, again, someone in a gray robe hey. standing there with their hand extended towards where the wall is currently at its highest, as if directing it to grow higher. You can see that under the rope, however, unlike the last time, uh, you can see one of the hands because it's raised high, and you see that that hand isn't, isn't like, it's not like nude li- like last time. This person appears to be wearing a glove because the color is wrong. It's not skin color. Okay. Get him! Um, can I... Like, uh, from that distance, communicate with Moon? I'd say so. You're still close enough to one another. Okay, Otherwise, so... you just shout. 
And Max understands it, and then Moon <laughs> understands it. Yeah, um, either way, you can contact okay. Moon. Okay, I uh, contact Moon and like sent her a picture of where the person is standing, and all of that. Where, where are they in relation to us? You just left through the front door. They're in the road in front of the front door. Like they're not directly in front of the front door. They're more like right there in the middle in front of the building. Okay. So they're at least we're facing in the right direction vaguely. It's not yes, like the other are, side yes. of the building or something. Yeah. Um, Moon relays that to Max as well and says, "Charlotte, can can you can you get them? I'm I'm doing what I can on my end, but I I'm not sure if it, it will be enough. Just run run down the flash wall, I guess. Hmm. It is just a slope, a very very steep slope. <laughs> yeah, I mean." Uh, Moon knows that the best the best situations come from Charlotte running in alone. Yeah. Oh, yes. ooh. <laughs> if you want to go real anime style, you you're gonna grab a knife out of your boot and jump and <laughs> put it into the flash wall and and slit it open while you ride it down. Damn it! I don't have a knife. <laughs> yeah, the, not okay. a ni not a knifey costume. Yeah, I mean, you should at least be safe for now from the spores. That's true. I was trying to be the person who you know holds the thing open but i'm also the only person who can get out right now so and i can actually make that decision a lot easier by saying moon roller provoke someone <laughs> <laughs> to full out the action yeah okay mm -hmm. um <laughs> that's another three uh, hey you're filling up no, your potential no no that's a five <laughs> okay superior cool uh a cool number still a failure. Hey, hey, maybe if Max gave the okay too, that would helping would be a help in to a plus six, which is still a failure. Oh, yes, damn. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, you make Charlotte m m uh, marker condition anyways, and you don't manage to sway Charlotte one way or the other. Okay. Um. I think maybe uh, maybe Charlotte having had a very recent, very traumatic encounter with basically the same threat kind of works against, hey, just run into it and do it alone. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that might cause some negative flashbacks in Charlotte. Okay. I think then I'm going to mark the afraid condition. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Again. And... <laughs> What do you do? Um, I'd say you can you can work th uh, like force through being afraid, but uh, just uh, I'm I'm not saying you have to do one or the other way now. Okay, now I'm actually you know seeing that it's it's about to close and I know we need to get to that person because because uh, we can't stop it otherwise. I'm gonna jump out and slide down the. The flesh wall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sounds very, I very would wrong. Say that's an unleash your powers. Okay. Overcome an obstacle? Yeah. Yes. That's a four. Oop. And that's a five, which is nine mm. minus one is eight. All right. So on a seven to nine marker condition, all the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. <laughs> Do you think sliding down a near vertical wall, trying not to hurt yourself, is an unstable is an unstable situation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna choose that. 
Uh, okay, so here's here's how I do it. Like, I think you want to run in and you want to get to him pretty quickly. But I think uh, yes. I don't know. Did you what? What was your plan? That you want to like basically slide down right in front of your opponent, or like slightly down the building to not be immediately noticed, maybe? Or what's the plan? Um, pretty much just uh, sliding down and like like throwing myself against that person. <laughs> okay, so preferably a good way uh, close to him. So I'm going to say that you manage to slide down, like you you manage to take the jump, you take a few steps back, mm. and with your super speed, you make it over the edge and you get onto the side of this bulbous flash wall and uh, slide it down with your boots, which makes a very uncomfortably wet sound. Mm. Ew. <laughs> and ultimately you do get down all the way, but you didn't really calculate in that this wall is at its floor almost vertical. So as you're pretty close to the lowest point of it, you start to stumble. And basically, once you get to the floor, you uh, you are in kind of a precarious situation where you're slightly out of balance, which gives your opponent the uh, chance to act first, essentially. Oh, no. And... Uh, you see the you see this person in front of you in the same gray robe with these slightly differently gray colored gloves uh, under the robe, and you actually see something else now that you're right in front of him, and that is that uh, under the arms of the robe, right next to these gloves, y this yellow light that you've seen before seems to shine out of the of the sleeves, kind of bathing his hands in the same yellow light. And as you kind of come to a stumble there, you see that this figure raises one of their hands and touches their underarm on the other side. And suddenly the light that's coming out isn't yellow anymore, it's red. And from what you see, this figure seems to be bulking up a little and getting a little bit more muscular. Oh my god, no! no. <laughs> uh, as it moves up towards you and attempts to punch you. I can't believe I even brought him up at the beginning of this episode. I know, I was so happy. <laughs> I see not the meta gamer. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, I'm going to say that, Charlotte, you will have to take a powerful blow. Uh, okay. Come on, oh, no rolls. I rolled a five. No! Okay. And a one, which is yes. six. Okay. Plus my How many conditions? conditions is nine. Okay, at least it's a seven to nine. It could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so either you lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition, you give ground, your opposition gains an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Well, I definitely can't do the last one. Yeah, the last one would be rough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it wouldn't knock you out. You would still have to take, I think, one more hit oh, okay. to be out. Right. But yeah. Let's not do that. Giving ground would be very interesting right now. But it would also fit with the you being off balance and rushing yeah. in despite your fear yeah. and being provoked by me. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense because the lashing out, like the, you could do it against Moon, I suppose, but I'm not sure that fits the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm, okay, I'm gonna give my opportunity, uh, my opposition, an opportunity. <laughs> I have an idea of how this happens. So basically, at this point, the only person in this uh, whole situation who had kind of like. Yeah, who got out in time to really have a chance to stop this from growing or stop this before it closes in over the building was you, Charlotte. And I think what happens is you get hit in the face, uh, which is the second time something horrible has happened to your face today. <laughs> 
and fly back and it's it manages like it doesn't it doesn't fully knock you out uh but it does make you dizzy or make you lose lose focus for long enough that you're like out of the fight for a little bit okay which means that you're basically not very useful out here and i'm gonna put the threat out here that if no one can do anything about it now it will close okay um i'm going to try to take a piece of our roof and just try to slice down the wall with it to get like a whole um, chunk out of it that we can get outside. Okay, I love it, but mainly because the only established part of the roof that's like fully metal is the doors that open up for the spaceship. So it's like these these giant chunks of sheet metal that you could bend out and slice open the wall with. Directly engage a threat. Yes, I will. That's a 10, but I have a minus 2 because no! of danger. Mm-hmm. So it's an 8. That's still a 7 to 9. That's fine. Okay, resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I'm gonna create an opportunity for my allies. Uh, that makes sense. So I'll visualize it. So I think what happens is this. You manage to rip open this roof access and basically rip out one of the walls and lunge it over the side of the building, sliding down into the still open part of this wall. And you don't manage to, like, take it down or anything, but you manage to basically rip a slit into it from the the top to the bottom. That was the plan. But I'd say, like, a feat of this kind of magnetic power kind of takes over all of your attention which means that you don't respond in time to the the buds regrowing on the wall behind you <laughs> and you do get a bit of spores hit hitting you in the back of the head that's about what i expected uh mark a condition oh i'm gonna mark afraid i think <laughs> yeah that makes sense welcome to the club Thank you. <laughs> uh, but, Moon, the wall is slid- sliced open right in front of you. It appears to be trying to mend itself already, but you have an opportunity here. I think, um, can I see the, the, the roped person through the slit? Like, can I see? I mean, yes. I can, okay. I think Moon will leap through the slit and try to use their telepathic bands to bind the alpha gamer's uh, hands to his side. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Directly engage a threat for me. (sighs) Nice. Okay, that's a six, three, nine. That's a nine. Your plus danger is a zero, right? Yeah. I'm going to say that we can say that Max helps with this. Max created an opportunity for an ally, which... Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I will say that you can mark a plus one on this. Okay, then I think take something from them would make sense. Like I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. take his hand. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bind him. Yep. And I would also say resist or avoid their, blo- uh, their blows. Like I'm hoping yeah, that if they can bad. punch yeah. me, then my bands are. They're not like ginormous, but they are pretty long. So Moon can have like a few feet of distance. I would prefer if not all of us would get spored. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You you do you do thusly. You manage to bind your opponent, 
and you manage to avoid getting hit back because you act so fast. He d- he really didn't expect the sliding <laughs> slicing open the wall with a roof uh, element. And then a uh, red plan. person jumping out of the red wall. <laughs> you managed to make your way out. The walls have continued to grow. Like Max's plan hasn't stopped the walls from growing, so they did close up at the top now. But there is a big slit in it that's only slowly closing up again. So is the you, piece you of have metal managed... still stuck in it, or did it just like make the slit and then fall into the street? I'm gonna say that it's probably there, but it's like in the bottom of it, mm. uh, and it's trying to uh, like you manage to basically jump through right next to it between it and this wall that's starting to grow cl- uh, together again. No, the wall is closing, like um, and embedding the uh, embedding the metal in the wall. Yeah, okay. you managed to make your way out, but you were basically the only person who had this opportunity. Charlotte is stone. Max got spawned. Oh no. <laughs> You managed to bind him and he basically can't... Like, you basically turned off his physical form. But you are not fully aware how these magical powers work and how much they require actual physical activity, which is why you don't really realize. But Max realizes and Ryan, who finally makes his way out <laughs> through the front door, realizes... Like, still, like, like that, buckling his belt. That these buds are growing all over the walls on the inside now and especially from the top down and basically there's this fine rain of these spores that hasn't hit you yet but it's coming down from the top on everything uh max you got sword you experience what you didn't have to experience last time Mm -hmm. the spores managed to make their way inside of you And yeah, you feel the same sort of strange thing that Charlotte felt the last time. And I think you maybe because of your speech earlier and because of managing to calm down your group a bit earlier, you get more of a clear feeling that these spores are doing something to you. Like you feel like your your emotions have been heightened. I, I think you uh, you might have the impression that that's not just a fear reaction. I'm trying to think whether I could turn this into a Pierster mask somehow. Ooh, okay. what do you uh, want me to do? Way? Is something that, like, the spores are trying to change you? Yeah, I think... You're I'm... trying to use this... Uh, so what I'm gathering is you're trying to use this moment of epiphany to kind of understand what these spores do or yes, what this whole act exactly. does. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, roll a Pierster mask. That's an eight... Plus my mundane it is 11 and I mm-hmm. probably, yeah, I'm angry. Which condition so is Pierce MS? Minus two. Okay, that brings you to a nine? Yes. Okay. I mean, technically as team leader, I get a plus one, right? Uh, you know that. <laughs> yeah, my captain, when we're in a battle as a team. Yeah, you are in a battle as a team, yeah. so you do get a plus one. Yeah, so I, I don't even need team. Yeah, so you get to ask three. I think my first question would be, what do you intend to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I, I'd say what do you intend to do, like, in the moment is a pretty clear thing. I, you feel like now that the situation has unfolded fully, last time you managed to stop it pretty early, you get a feeling for the MO here. The MO is to grow this pod around the entire building. Once the building is encased, basically strengthen the walls and then flood everything that's in there with these spores. So that seems to be the plan. What these spores do exactly, you've seen that they appear to like infect people, grow out of them, seem to control them in some way. 
you gather that what's happening here is that right like how these people got infected and like fully changed or whatever might have been a similar situation to this so like being encased in one of these pods and then flooded with these spores you've also seen something similar on charlotte who when these spores started developing under the skin they tried to encase charlotte in the same kind of material so you get the feeling that whatever has happened to these two people uh, in the ropes you've seen it's trying to do to you and Ryan, and also everyone else who should be in the building right now. So I'm basically connected to this thing now. You're not, it's like Charlotte before, you're not fully connected yeah. to it yet, but you you do get a feeling for what it's trying to do. I'm just trying to see like how much insight I could actually get from this. Mm. I mean, from what we've seen, the people that have attacked us are people who don't like us. So like if you get more intense emotions, you're not able to control yourself and will act on them. So I assume something like that. Hmm. Like it's controlling you by turning your own emotions against you, your own urges. I mean, that thing also kind of infected people that didn't like us. Because you know that uh, Daniel Garcia yeah. was also you yeah. know, someone who was very much, you know, on the internet writing hate about us. I feel like that's that's like connected to it as well. Like it uses the hate that's already there to heighten it. So um, would you give me something if I ask the question of how could I get your character to reveal itself? Ooh. Hmm. I'm, I, I can, there is one thing that I think I could tell you. Okay. Which is less of a very clear answer and more of like a hint for what might help here. Because from understanding your situation and from the conversation you just had, you have had two attacks so far. You have had one attack on the headquarters of the Witchfinders Legion. You have had one attack here. And uh, both were committed by people who had active beef with you. Yes. You get the feeling that maybe if there were two attacks already, that might not be the end of it. And maybe also other people got infected. At least Moon saw like a bunch of nodes. Maybe if you can figure out the other cases, maybe if you can see all the cases, you might see a pattern to why certain people are being infected, why certain people's emotions are heightened. So you get the feeling that if you could basically make a map of motivations, map of emotions, map of people that were pulled in, you might be able to trace them back to a culprit. Find the pattern, find the motive, find the person, Uh, the entity, the thing. (laughs) <laughs> the thing no that's a copyrighted term oh right <laughs> I'm gonna say you can ask a third question yes I think I'm gonna go with what are you really planning mm, okay basically yeah again you've only seen two cases so far and uh, you've assumed until basically this point that the first attack was intended as an attack on the Witchfinders legion but have now been opened up to the possibility that at least the motivation or the heightened emotions were probably not against the Witchfinders Legion, but against you. Yes. That could mean that it was intended as an attack against the Witchfinders Legion, and basically someone knew you would be there, so they sent someone who hates you to attack the entire Legion. Or the missing link between both attacks so far is that someone tries to get you out of the way. So uh, that is the most logical answer out of the information you have right now. Yes. Uh, that someone is trying to get you out of the way so specifically. who do we know in Riverside 
who uses magic and wants us out of the way, maybe, or wants all superheroes out of the way, to the point where they kidnapped someone and blew up an entire building with two people inside. That could be something, but there's no uh, who are you question. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your idea to what are you really planning is, it looks right now like the plan is literally just to get you out of the yes. way. Yes. And I will say, because you didn't use your move to do anything against the impending problem. Yes. The rain, uh, the rains down in Riverside of spores are coming down. We have this dramatic shot of you and Ryan looking up towards uh, the red tinted sky as the spores basically come down on you. Oh, no. The screen turns black and we cut outside to Charlotte, who uh, is slowly getting a hang of herself again after getting punched real bad. Uh, you got the bell rung real good. Okay, so... My goal right now is to stop the alpha gamer uh, to protect... Yes. <laughs> That's a good goal. <laughs> to protect my teammates and Ryan. And maybe Will. I have him, what I have him in my notes. I have him in my notes as the alpha pod. <laughs> oh my god. The alpha node. The alpha node. Metapod. The metapod. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> but that only makes sense with the metagamer joke. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, do unto him what has been done unto you. Punch him real good. <laughs> no, I. He is. Uh, you see that he's trying to get up. He's been. He's been he's, tied down. Yeah. Uh, but he's still like in his red mode, which is super strength. So he's trying to get out. Yeah, um, he got tied up, but he got up again, and we're not never gonna keep him down. Never gonna keep him down. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna pull his rope down a little bit. And try to... You're going to wedgie him? <laughs> <laughs> and just rip off uh, some of his, uh, you know, stuff that he wears, like his armor. Of his you-know-what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think You're it's gonna a rip piece off of his you know armor what, right? and not a, like, rip-away suit. His I mean, uh, he's wearing armor, and on top of the armor, he's wearing a robe. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to uh, get rid of the armor, like damage it somehow with my super speed, like punching it a couple okay. of times, ripping on it. Like I'm getting, I'm Punch gonna get really again. aggressive here. You have seen his armor without the rope before, so you have a bit of a feeling for where the weak points are. Yes. So I'm gonna say directly engage a threat, and I'm I'm gonna say you can use fight the good fight because you're like literally neutralizing him here, not. You know, yes. enacting blind violence. Yes, yes. Uh, my goal is to, you know, stop him and save my teammates. So mm. I am going mm. to use fight the good fight and roll savior instead of danger. Okay, I have the afraid condition. So it's a minus two. What's your savior? Right? Plus three. Uh, plus three. Uh, so I rolled a six. Woo! Plus three is nine. Minus two is seven. Nice. Okay, yeah, you directly engage a threat, and on a 7 to 9, pick one. I mean, you are trying to destroy his, his super suit. Yeah. It's definitely create an opportunity for your allies, I think. Yes. Or take something from them. Um, one of those. Depending on how you want to portray it. Yes. Uh, so I actually would take, take something from them. Makes sense, uh, yeah. To, you know, destroy his control over his armor. Something like that. Mm. Um, so he is definitely less powerful and less has less mm. defense. 
okay, yeah, you remember where those glowing buttons are, and they're clearly labeled by glowing under his uh, under his robe. Mm -hmm. So you managed to hit them in the right spot where you remembered them being. And I think what happens here is last time I think I did this as uh, you knock his options out one by one. Mm -hmm. I think this time I'm going to do it in a way where you uh, like basically knock out his ability to change options. So until he gets to do something, he's locked into red mode, which is strength. Okay. So he's just Hulk in this situation. <laughs> he's not he's not very fast. Or what the other modes are. I don't know if you even figured out what all of those do. Uh, no, he, 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 he got a shield against my mental mental assault. Yeah. yeah, I think by now you actually saw all of his modes in action. He has a green mode, which is speed, which he used to try to get away last time. He has red mode, which is attack. He has blue mode, which is defense, which makes him kind of impervious to being attacked. And he has yellow mode, which he used for the first time now, which is psychic. Oh, no. Oh, He can okay. use that as psychic defense. Uh, it's all, uh, it's SPD, ATK, DEF, and PSI. It's mm. gamer stuff. Okay. It's yeah. his stats. Yeah. He can yeah. change his stats. I call the move respec. I mean, it is kind of metagaming. He's like, he's changing his stats to make, him the, make yeah. the one that is the best for the situation, the biggest one. He's adapting his build. Uh, he will, however, utilize that super strength as you uh, deactivate his suit. I, th I, I think you can't really do that without also harming Moon's bands to a degree because mm. you do have to do like precise attacks and stuff like that. So it gives him the opportunity to break out of his bonds. No, my bands! he hits you back and I'd say, do we do that as another take a powerful blow because he is in strength mode? Yeah. That makes sense to me. You take another powerful blow. Okay. That's a two and a That's three, good. which is five. Plus three is eight. Okay, another seven to nine. Yes. I mean, here provoking a, a teammate to full all the action. Now provoking a teammate is an option, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let I'm me. gonna provoke a teammate. Uh, I'm gonna provoke Moon. and Moon, you let him go. And stream like, <laughs> Moon, come on, just help me. I don't know if that's full, if, if that's enough to provoke okay. full the action. Like, give me, the, say one thing you want me to do that's very stupid. Okay. <laughs> you could just. I was thinking that the f the next thing I was gonna do was um, just trying to get in there and trying to disconnect him from the organism. But last time they took me and Will and a lot of time. And this, like, <laughs> trying it under fighting conditions would be very stupid just, and dangerous. I, I just wanted to say, like, like knock him out mentally or something like that. Do that magic shit. Do that magic shit. <laughs> yeah, you could. Like, am I trying to provoke me into full hardy action or take advantage to inflict a condition? Uh, let's take the condition one. Uh, you inflict a condition on Moon for not being able to hold the alpha game all right. Yeah. While you destroy my, my body. <laughs> yes. That's no excuse. Get your shit together, Moon. Damn it, Moon. Just, just do something for once. Like, I'm getting knocked out here all the time. Just... Do something. <laughs> I think Moon is feeling guilty. I think this mm. that makes the most sense to me. Okay. Because yeah. this is a situation where they should be able to do something and they are just not good enough. And the alpha gamer uh, also marks a condition. Uh, is he also feeling he guilty? Been attacked. And uh, no... 
but he marks another one. He realizes that with his suit basically destroyed and with two people outside of the pod, which is like, you know, that's not how the plan was supposed to go. There is not a lot of hope anymore for him in this combat situation. <laughs> so he's gonna... One of these moves is veer towards drastic and terrible action. <laughs> so this manifests as this. The, the alpha gamer, he realizes that this is a fight he probably can't get out of anymore. And normally, a sensible person would give up here. But a person with drastically heightened emotions... Who just got punched by a girl... <laughs> and also got punched by a girl. Uh, you hear a terrible scream coming from him as he raises his head. And you can see like under the cloak that his face is still there. He was wearing this sort of mask that left his the lower part of his face revealed. And he is wearing his super suit underneath that robe. But you see that in that spot where his mouth and nose were visible, there is just this giant flowering bud of this plant. That's growing as he as he screams through an opening in it that almost looks like a mouth. And it appears to be growing. And you see under the robe that more and more things start growing and charging up his form, making him larger. His already enhanced form through his suit now further enhanced through these growths from this, these spores everywhere inside of him. And with these growths, he punches his fists down on the ground and you can feel almost like an earthquake oh my through the uh, immense power that's coming through him right now. And yeah, you tell me how you respond to that, especially Moon. Jules, I was going to ask that, but um, he is like fully being controlled by now with incredibly heightened emotions that Moon can sense. <laughs> I think I might have to take a powerful blow because this is bigger than any human can normally feel. I will not tell you not to take a powerful blow. So, sure. Why am I doing this to myself? Because it's fun. <laughs> I was thinking you might defend Charlotte, but taking a powerful blow is more fun. I mean, that, that is a, what, I, what I'm doing passively. It's not my action. I'm just thinking... No, for sure. I'll let you take a powerful blow. I can't play a telepath who is, like, incredibly sensitive and having someone who is basically shouting hate into their ear mm -hmm. not taking at all. No, for sure. Take a powerful blow for me. <sighs> I only As a treat. two conditions. <sighs> That's a nine... 10, 11. Two conditions are enough, huh? Yep. Uh, so, on a 10 plus, choose one. Hmm... Come on, you're the only one who hasn't lost control of their powers yeah, in a terrible way. Because yet. I'm thinking, like, Moon's powers are the one that are very hard to lose control of, especially, like, not very visually, and especially since it's basically part of their physiology. It's like you losing control of your arm. It doesn't usually... Oh, I have an idea, though. I'm also thinking I mean, Moon, Moon is magic always, now. <laughs> but Moon always projects, like, her feelings yeah, that's towards what I'm thinking. everyone. Yeah. Which means that's what when I'm thinking. Moon is like feeling really really fucking terrible and just projecting it out it would affect everyone in the vicinity yeah you know what jewels i think moon will i'm smiling so hard right now i think <laughs> i'm going to choose lose control of your powers in a terrible way and i think this might manifest as moon stumbling backwards and letting out i mean one of my powers is telep telepathy and mind blasts i think moon is basically <sighs> 
screaming in pain mentally very very mm. loudly so first of all two things happen and the first thing is that charlotte takes a powerful blow <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry guys <laughs> no this is fun I'm so stressed out right now. This is, we're playing dominoes. It's just taking a powerful blow to hit the next one, to take a powerful blow yeah. to hit the next one. Okay. Come on. Come okay, on. It's a two. Give me a two ones. And a three okay. again, and then it's plus, it's plus a five. three uh, with my conditions, which is eight again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is now the time to mark two conditions? <laughs> I mean, you would still be up, just about. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Yes. Um, this is probably yes. Like you, you have two. You can take two more conditions. Just after that, you're taken out. Okay, so I'm gonna take that. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, still, Charlotte is very experienced with, you know, controlling yeah. pain. So she eventually struggles through that, even though it's kind of a new thing for her as well. Yeah. Uh, and also, the second thing that happens, it's actually three things that happens. The, the second thing that happens is that the alpha gamer kind of gets blasted back by the own emotions he was given out. I was gonna say, does he take a powerful blow? Yeah, so he's left in a moment of vulnerability. And the third thing that happens is that you hear screams of anguish from buildings all around the street. Oh, I'm so sorry! I, I was kind of thinking like Moon has the least direct offensive power, but the biggest reach like of, of people they can touch with their powers. The last thing that's interesting is what doesn't happen. And that is you don't get any feedback from inside the pod. Oh, that's, that's also not good. Uh, what, uh, even with the strength of Moon's attack, like not even ship is reacting to it. Uh, wow. Okay. Which is a psychic being. So yeah. Um. Okay. I will hit this man again. I hope I can take yes. him out. I, I'm just gonna like, um, like, punch him like. Bah, 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 bah. Okay. I'll say uh, directly engage a threat, and you get a plus one to it because he has been destabilized. Okay. Uh, my danger is zero. Can Can you call this a fighting the good fight? Or are you at this point just like this out of it that it's just, okay, gotta do anything? Oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm still trying to, like, help my teammates and, like, also protect the many, many other people right now who are screaming. Yeah, but this person in front of you, I'm not sure how much of him still registers as human. That's like, true. I, I'm just thinking your conditions are full. You're, like, you're feeling every emotion that you can. You've been knocked down. You have, you have a a psychic scream inside your head and this monster just appeared in front of you and is threatening to hurt you and the people you care about. Yeah. I'm not sure if like punching him to take him out is still fighting the good fight, but... Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, then I will have a minus two from the afraid condition. <sighs> and a plus one. And a plus one. From, yeah. So it's a minus, minus one. That's a, oh, that's a six. And okay. a two. Okay, that brings you to a seven. Yes. <sighs> I would I would recommend resisting and avoiding his blow. <laughs> otherwise you will straight up be taken out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I will I will do that. <laughs> For once. Okay. 
I'll say for once, this is a new situation. For once, not only does Charlotte resist or, resist or avoid blows, but also for once, Charlotte doesn't hold back. Yes. Uh, you're really over it at this point. You you run up to him and you fucking pummel his face. Yes. To make him stumble back even further, you pulverize. Uh, okay, pulverize is the wrong word. You <laughs> you smush into bits this meaty plant coming from his face, and he stumbles backwards. And with another earth-shaking thud. He falls backwards onto the pavement, leaving uh, an almost cartoonish indent in the shape of his body. <laughs> and uh, a few more punches come in just to be safe, deepening that dent. Moon's shouts uh, get louder as the pain of this guy is added to it. And uh, the, the screams quiet down. You hear uneasy uh, conversation, people trying to call out to each other all along the street, one or two windows opening and doors uh, and people peering out at what just happened uh, with looks of discomfort or terror in their eyes. And Moon and Charlotte, you stand there. Charlotte, your hands full of uh, plant viscera. Ew. And... Does it does it look like blood? Uh, I did describe it as looking reddish. Yeah, okay. So yes, it looks like Charlotte's hands are covered in blood. And we cut to another scene. Oh no. We find ourselves in a beachside apartment. Through the open window, bolstered by cool beachside air and the unbearable assault of the summer sun, a song flies into the room. The girl inside has forgotten what it's called, even though she hears it almost every day. Her mind simply registers it as that happy summer song that always plays around this time of year, indistinguishable from the sound of the waves in the howling ocean wind. But something's wrong with the sound today. Strange metallic noise in the back. It sounds more artificial than normal, almost out of place in this dreamland beachside village. We find Max lying on a bed, waiting for a letter as she has many days in the past, hearing from the bottom floor the voice of her mother arguing with her brother once again, as she always does, as always happens when Rex has any kind of complaint. It's like shattering glass in her ear. The day should be beautiful, but there's something wrong with the music, and the sunlight usually isn't as red. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, I see what you did there. Did, did you prepare that for every one of us? Uh, no, I fucking improvised that. Good. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I used uh, large chunks of the actual intro yeah, text to Max's first I remember scene, that. But like did, made some changes to them in the on the fly. Oof. Oh, wow. So we, okay. So we don't just <sighs> have a psychic a magical entity we have the trapped in your worst nightmare version of a <laughs> magical entity it plays to your strong emotions 
especially the negative oh, ones. Wow, okay. This is going to be tough next time, Vio. Uh, we are, we're going to have to save Max and probably Ryan as well. And preferably someone comforts or supports someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to assume that I'm not going to be able to do that immediately. Oh, probably yeah. not, no. Also, we have to find out what the hell happened to Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Will just teleported out as soon as he got bored. I, I, I like to think that he just uh, found a very nice corner with his now uh, switch <laughs> out and playing Animal Crossing with his earbuds yeah, 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 in yeah. and just missing the entire thing. <laughs> Honestly, like the next time Max and Will are going to meet, she's going to be so pissed. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. Um, You'll find out what's happening in this strange nightmare world next time. And also, hopefully, uh, everyone will be okay and nice to each other. <laughs> yes, I'm sure this will happen. I'm sure this will happen for once. Uh, if you want to tell us your theories of what should happen to the characters, we have social media. Uh, media. At time of recording, we still have a Twitter, at WaypointPod. <laughs> we also have a Tumblr, an Instagram, and a TikTok under the same name. Uh, if everything goes down, we have an email address, waypointheroes at gmail.com, where you can reach us. The theme song of our podcast was done by Persky, whom you can find on Bandcamp as I'm Persky. And anyone uh, want to wanna share something fun from their lives right now? I just have little things. Like, I kept, I, I came home from work and I kept looking for my cat because usually if she's, she wouldn't be outside in pouring rain. And she didn't come to greet mm. me while I was making myself some lunch. So I went into my room, which is separate from the flat, with the door usually closed. And I'm like, okay, I'm sitting down, I'm getting my, I'm trying to, I'm starting to eat my lunch, and I hear my cat snoring. <laughs> so I look over and I have like a, a bunk bed where, where like I sleep on the upper bunk, and my cat is there, curled up, and I was looking everywhere for her, and she was just in my room, <laughs> the last place I would have thought she would go, because the door is closed, sleeping on my bed. So if I'm gathering this right, this week you're plugging cats. This week I'm plugging cats, or pets <laughs> in general, Perfect. but cats especially. Yes. Yes. Cats are amazing. We love them. Oh, actually, what, one, thing, one thing I can plug. If you like cats and don't have access to a cat, may I recommend the YouTube channel Kitten Academy, which is a foster home for kittens mostly and uh, pregnant cats who don't have anyone caring for them. And they have a 24-hour live stream where you can always see oh, what nice. the kittens are up to and also videos like spotlighting different like families and what they're up to and how they're doing and stuff like that. Very good to have nice. on in the background if you need something calming and or very cute. I'm going to play the Pokemon game today, which I don't ah. know if I can plug yet because I haven't played it yet, but I guess you'll find out my opinion next time. <laughs> okay, so it's like a preview for a plug. Exactly. Ah, oh, that's it's nice. That's, also, that's, okay. play the Waypoint solo RPG. Yes. Yes, yeah. do that. We've had two people do it publicly on Twitter now, and it's very cool. Uh, and also you can do it on Tumblr if Twitter doesn't exist anymore by yeah. the time this... And if you don't want <laughs> to have a character limit. We're recording this episode on November 18th, so look back in your history book. <laughs> uh, just to be when safe. When Twitter still existed. <laughs> when Twitter still existed Fairly. or when everybody thought that Twitter was going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's either way, it's uh, the 18th of November. <laughs> Sunny, what are you... Um, I'm also going to plug something that I haven't consumed yet, but I was lucky enough to get a copy of the Husky and his white cat, uh, Shizun. 
which mm -hmm. is a new Dunmay story that has been translated into English. Um, well, the first volume is out. It's going to have several volumes. I'm not sure how many. But yeah, I just want to plug that because uh, it would be really great to, you know, support Chinese authors who who write queer stories. Mm. And yeah, this is a great way to do it because, uh, you know, we can finally in the West, we can reach those things uh, officially. <laughs> and also <laughs> shout out to all the people who do fan translations because amazing love you guys <laughs> but yeah uh support uh done my authors who write queer stories and who are not you know completely safe because of that there are done my uh, authors who are in jail in china mm. so yeah please support them yay nice also always in favor of calling out fan translators braver than the truth <laughs> yes. they do the important yes work. Uh, I mean, I'll bring us back to the first plug. I have uh, recently rewatched Cats 2019. No, no. Uh, oh, yeah. But we're already on the topic of cats. Um, like uh, pretty recently, I think about a week ago, there was a little birthday party for Vio that uh, a few of us were at, uh, where we played like a little RPG that allowed us to play like famous villains, basically from history or from uh, fantasy. Maybe by this, by the time the episode airs, I will have made it available somewhere. You'll check the, yeah. check the show notes. Yeah, once you do, we'll, we'll put it on our socials for sure. And uh, I played McCavity from Cats 2019. Of course uh, you did. In that, in that game. And it made me really want to rewatch Cats 2019, which is now, I think, one of my favorite bad movies. Like it's up there with, with The Room for me. In movies that I just keep wanting to watch to see how this train crashes. <laughs> I must say for and, us it was very uh, interesting because Jules is a pun master, as you might have noticed from listening to Waypoint. And the puns per minute, the PPM rate was high. <laughs> yeah, I went as obnoxious as I possibly could. There were a lot of cat jokes uh, and I repeated some to make it worse. <laughs> Always good. And uh, yeah, I, I, I want to plug Cats 2019 <laughs> for all of you out there who have uh, bad movie nights. <laughs> because it's such a fucking great movie for bad movie nights. It has sing-along parts where everybody will know the lyrics by the end of the sing-along. they don't want Because to. they repeat so much. They don't want to know them, but they will. <laughs> and we'll never forget them. It will become a topic that will be forever ingrained in your friend group. It's also good uh, for weird I, movie nights. Or for weird yeah. movie nights, yeah. Either way, I su I super recommend it uh, for all of your enjoying bad movies pleasure. And uh, I think we're all plugged up now. Yep. So I'll... <laughs> oh, come uh, on. <laughs> I can't not do Case it. in point. Uh, I'll, I'll say we all meet up again uh, in two weeks. We're looking forward to hearing from you again. Yes, we can hear you through the speaker. And until then, uh, bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.